What is up out the mud? It's your girl, Monica, here to teach you how to start a farm right now. No lines, no waiting. You don't need to go wait and buy some land. You don't need to pay all your debt down. You don't need to do any of the things that you're going to learn when you go search how to start a farm on YouTube, okay? But what you do need to do is to change your mindset, right? Your mindset needs to understand and take in the definition of a farm as, as, a, as according to the USDA. Any place that could or normally would produce $1,000 worth of agricultural products in a given year is a farm, period. If you don't change your mindset to that, then none of this will work, okay? I'm not gonna stay on that. I'm gonna move on. The other piece I'm gonna bring to you is my entrepreneurial background. I am a real estate broker. I own my own real estate brokerage. I started my farm three years ago and I have made a lot of money teaching people online using Kajabi. I know how to start a business with absolutely zero dollars and zero cents and get it out the mud. As a matter of fact, that is the name of my farm, Out the Mud Farm. Now that you understand who I am and what I'm here to help you do, let's get down to the brass tacks. There is a checklist that I want you to download. It's completely for free and it's got two schools of thought. One, if you don't have any land and two, if you do have land, it gives you step-by-step instructions on what to do. Go ahead and download that so you can have it. Now, now that you've got that checklist in hand, what I want you to understand is you are going to do everything on that checklist, depending on which, you know, journey you are, you're on. If you don't have an apartment, you're going to follow that side. If you do have some land, you're going to follow that side. If you don't own that land, of course, you're going to have to get permission from the person that you're renting or leasing the land from to do whatever it is you're going to be doing. And if you are in an apartment, you just need to make sure that it's okay for you to do things like make soap or grow microgreens, okay? Because your cash crop inside of your apartment is not going to be anything that should make your landlord or your apartment complex upset, okay? It's not, I'm not gonna put you in that kind of a situation. But I am gonna give you some practical cash crops to get started with so that you can start what I call your farm clock to ticking, okay? You need three years if you're gonna go to the USDA to get a loan for some land or a loan for some anything. You need three years of experience as a quote-unquote farmer in order to be able to go to the USDA and borrow money, okay? So I need you to start yesterday as a farmer in your kitchen without any land, okay? Are we on the same page, right? Not to take away from all of the wonderful videos on YouTube about how to start a farm and all of these different things, but let's get real. You need to get started now. You don't have time to keep waiting on the land. The land, the prices are so expensive for land. Plus, I'm gonna show you how to do that by owner financing. That's how I purchased my land. I purchased it actually without a bank after I almost got foreclosed on. The day after they were going to foreclose on me, I turned around the next day and bought some land. So when I tell you, you are in the right place, if you're trying to get into that homesteading space, you are in the right place. Okay. First step, download the checklist. After you've downloaded the checklist, now you need to figure out which cash crop you are going to go with because you have got to start producing an agricultural product. An agricultural product is any product that is made and derived from agriculture, okay? So that is soaps, lotions, shaving cream. As long as you are using natural products, right, to, to manufacture the thing and they're all coming together to manufacture this end product, guess what? That is an agricultural product. If you are a macrame artist, you are creating agricultural products. If you are doing plant cuttings, 
you are an agricultural product. Now, we want to make sure that we talk to the Department of Agriculture in our state to make sure if we're selling plants or anything like that, we have the proper licensing, right? That's very important, right? And if you're going to get off into canning and stuff like that, you got to be careful. You have to make sure you're following your uh, local rules and guidelines when it comes to that kind of thing. I, I tend to stay away from things like canning and stuff like that because, you know, you could get into a lot of trouble if you, you don't do things right and you get somebody sick or kill somebody. We don't want any of that, okay? What we want to stick with is a simple, easy cash crop that we can do out of our kitchen, Okay, that's going to be easy for us to source some products for that we might be able to go even and partner with another farm. Say in the case of soap or lotions, you might be able to go to a local farmer and get goat milk and use that goat milk to make your soaps. Okay, then we're going to take and we're going to document every step of the process. One thing that I did and I'm going to encourage you to do is that whichever cash crop that you select, you need to document everything. I don't care if the UPS man is delivering your essential oils. I need that camera showing him coming down your driveway or coming up your steps or whatever, delivering your first box of, of supplies, okay? You need a Uline account, right? Your Uline account is going to be where you're going to get your packaging and all of that from. We'll worry about your branding and your logo and all of that. That's on the checklist. You'll do that right when you're supposed to, right when the checklist says, okay, taking into account some of the things that I talked to you about on the checklist, namely your story, your story, your reason for wanting to even start a farm, okay? People want to connect with you. Don't come up with some corporate farm type of persona. People want to know exactly why you're doing this. What's the whole reason? They want to know maybe geographically, are you doing it because, you know, whatever you're producing is specific to your region? That type of thing and those types of considerations is what you have to have when you're coming up with your farm name and developing your brand identity and all of that. I talk about all of that on the, on the checklist. But right now, hopefully you've shifted your mindset, okay, to think that a farm and to understand that a farm is any place that could or normally would produce $1,000 worth of agricultural products in a given year. The second piece is, while there's a lot of information on YouTube about how to start a farm, nobody's really addressing the real business aspect of it, right? It's all about go find some money from somewhere, pay down your debt. Once you pay down your debt, then find you some land, right? Well, what I'm going to teach you is while you're where you are, you're going to start producing an agricultural product. I'm going to show you how to monetize that agricultural product, either I, either through an Etsy shop or through your own dedicated website or whatever the case may be. Then you're going to obviously use your social media to be documenting all of the steps from beginning to end so people can start to get to know, like, and trust you, okay? And then you're going to launch your product, right? And so once you've done launching your product, then now you have a body of knowledge, right? I'm going to show you how to take that body of knowledge and turn that into your own course, right? This is the way that you're going to get to your farm a lot faster than if you were to do it the traditional way in some of the ways that people teach you on YouTube. I want to see you get there quicker and I'm an entrepreneur and I know you can cut all of that extra out the middle if you have that entrepreneurial mindset, which is reverse engineer, pick a crop, that people already want. For me, at the, at the at the onset, it was it was mushrooms. People, a lot of vegans use oyster mushrooms as a meat replacement. So I went with the mushrooms. Realized that I couldn't produce them commercially out of buckets. So I said, okay, what else can I do? Let me grow some vegetables. 
Um, my land, my land was rocky. So I had to figure out another solution. Let me get some raised beds. Well, I was going to have to bring in a ton of dirt to do the raised beds. So I said, well, what else can I use instead of the traditional raised bed? I'm going to use hay bales. This is an entrepreneur talking to you. This is how an entrepreneur thinks one problem. Can't do it. Pivot. Another problem. Can't do it. Pivot. When I started doing the raised beds, I realized, okay, this is cool. But what really, really did the thing for me is when I was documenting my process, like I'm teaching you guys that you need to do, is that people were like, Monica, how are you growing this lettuce this big? How are your zucchini? What are you using? And I said, wait a minute, I'm using rabbit fertilizer. And it, ding, it hit me. Instead of trying to do vegetable production or mushroom production as my first cash crop, I needed to go where the demand was, and that, and that was with the rabbit fertilizer. But I didn't even have any rabbits. But like I told you before, I'm an entrepreneur, and entrepreneurs know how to solve problems. So I found somebody who did have rabbits. We got the rabbit poop, packaged it up, went to Uline, just like I teach you to do, go get my packaging, got my branding, got my name, got all of that put together, and now I'm in business as a farm. Now I'm three years in, and that's documented because I have filed three years of taxes with a Schedule F, F as in farm. Until you have three years of tax filings with a Schedule F, the USDA doesn't consider you a farm, okay, when it comes to borrowing money and that type of thing. The IRS, that's a whole different thing. They have their own definition of farm. But what we're talking about and what I'm going to be focusing on is the USDA. So the way you start a farm from right where you are right now is step one, change your mindset. Step two, figure out a cash crop that you can do from the comfort of your kitchen, the comfort of your home. Step three, start resourcing those products. All of this is on the checklist, right? Start researching the supplies that you're going to need to manufacture your product. Start manufacturing that product now. Document the entire process on your social accounts. Again, all of this is on the checklist. Get that community building in the background while you're doing the work. Once you've done the product, now you're going to go start selling it. You're going to get up to that $1,000 mark. It could happen in a day. It could happen in two months, but it won't happen unless you get started. And now that you've been documenting your process, now you've got people who are interested and in learning more about how did you do this and where did you get that and how did you do this? Now you put a course out there teaching other people how to do it. Now you're raising some serious cash, okay? Now you're going to take that cash and go buy you some land, okay? So stick around. I'm so excited for you guys. Get the checklist and let me know what you think of this video. I look forward to seeing your comments below. Peace.